0: Today's episode is brought to you by Tor Johnson Records, who would like to tell you about the new album, Another One Again, by Late Bloomer, which they're releasing on cassette March 1st, with the LP coming same day from Dead Broke and Self-Aware Records. Go to torjohnsonrecords.bandcamp.com to pre-order the cassette and stream four songs right now. Hello, and welcome to Everything Remade, a podcast that I hope is about growth as much as it is about music. I'm Edie Quinn, and we have a great show lined up for you today. Of course, before we start, I'd like to remind you that we have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash human machine. You can go there and check out comics, music sneak peeks, and all kinds of stuff like that. Your support there really means a lot. And now, I'd like to play something for you. You're hearing Pour Over Me by Fern Sully featuring my new pal Becca Howes on guitar and vocals. The song comes from their new album Better Luck Next Time which you can find at fernsully.bandcamp.com
1: When I was in high school and I was introduced to Land of Talk, that was kind of a, like a, a music awakening moment, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, now... No.
1: Yeah, oh, there, I can't remember what the EP was called. Oh, it was like, Cheer, Hiss, Applause, Boo, or something like that. And I had like a burned copy of it and I just played that while I was driving to school like every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that how did you get introduced to that band specifically?
1: Uh my high school boyfriend was really into like that kind of music. Um like yeah, I was really into Attack and Black when I was in high school as well, like because of him and so I would go to like started going to local shows and stuff and I was also like learning how to play guitar and it was all just like kind of a fun new time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: For sure. So what what had um, what made you decide that you wanted to pick up guitar if it was like something that you had started before you like sort of found this like revelatory band? Like what was the initial a yeah. uh, thing that made you say, hey, I, that's something I want to do?
1: Well, I wanted to, like, I always wanted to learn an instrument, like, when I was younger. Um, I mean, honestly, like, before Land of Talk, you know, probably, like, Avril Lavigne and Green Day was, like, when I started listening to, like, you know, like, punkier stuff, and when I was 13, I got a drum kit for Christmas, um, and so, and my sister got a guitar that year. So we just played Green Day covers over and over in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> and then she kind of like fell off the guitar a little bit. I started to become interested in it. I had some friends who played guitar. So one of my best friends in high school would like teach me in the hallways during lunch hour. Um, and that was during my like emo kid days. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, they're pa- they're past you now, huh? They're long gone.
1: Oh
0: no! <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> they um, they live within me forever. Oh, for sure. So <laughs> I, I want to back up to you know, like y- y- you got a drum kit first. So yeah, um, I I had asked like what initially drew you to guitar, and so we we're going backwards with these questions, but we're gonna get through all of them. Uh, so like drums was the first thing that you wanted to do. What 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 was that like? Um, were you drawn to that first because of, like, its sort of uh, visceral nature? or?
1: Yeah, I think so. And, yeah, at, again, at the time, I was super into Green Day. And I'm like, whoa, Trey Cool is awesome. It's in the name, uh,
0: right? This, sorry? <laughs> it's in the name. It's all right there. I, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but, yeah, also... I uh, like over the years because I like relearned how to play drums a handful of years ago, but I realized that there's a lot of similarities between drumming and fencing, which is what I did as a sport growing up. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like that kind of also ties into the like w- wanting to hit something as an instrument.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, I, can you elaborate on the on this on the uh, through line there, like the similarities? that you were experiencing
1: like, you know, like the way you hold a drumstick, the, the way that you use like smaller kind of wrist movements, like over, like overarching, like elbow swings and stuff like that. You know, the fact that your feet are doing different things than your arms are doing, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: never, I never would have thought (laughs) of that. And I, and I, um, and I helped write an album that is like fencing related, like um, in theme. Like, so. Oh my gosh, uh, that's so funny. <laughs> I've, ne- I mean, I, I've never fenced, but like it was, yeah. I don't know. Like the person that I wrote the album with was like, "What if we did this?" And like all the terms are fencing terms, and the. Um,
1: that's so funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and um, yeah. I ne I never considered that. I mean, um, but it makes it makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, and and um i suppose like the the delicate sort of nature of um the the your midsection right you how yeah. you're not directly functioning with it necessarily but it like you have to be very stable to yeah. to perform the other
1: the core you know yeah
0: <laughs> yeah huh yeah i'm going to i'm going to be thinking about that later and i'm going to uh, you know, not having, Yeah,
1: that was a puzzle piece I put together like way yeah.
0: later in my music life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but first, when you first started playing drums, were you just, like you said, you learned to play later? But first, when you started playing, you were just going by ear, or did you. Um, did I the would kit come print, with a few lessons? I would print
1: off tabs. Okay. From 911 tabs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I would like lay. Like each different sheet on like a different like on a different drum and try to like go slowly and like read it while I was doing it. <laughs> well, it it worked for me at the time. <laughs> yeah,
0: because you could you, like, yeah, I don't know. Um, I like tabs for guitar. I, I'm I'm like I can do that, but I don't. I, I'd never like heard of or seen tabs for drums. Not that it like sounds like. Oh, of course it makes sense that there would be, right? But I can't imagine. Yeah. Is it? It's just like, here's like the hats, and this is how that goes. Yeah, it's like, yeah.
1: Well, at least the ones that I was printing out, it was like, you know, instead of like each string on the guitar, it's like each drum piece, mm-hmm. and like it has like the. The beat, like the one and two and three and four, and like where each piece fits into that. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I,
1: I yeah, I think because I'm I'm a fairly visual learner. So,
0: yeah, I just t- learned by that was helpful <laughs> tapping on stuff and just like you know. So that that's I, that's probably a more like you know, I, common I guess. Like just people just like they, they think they can play drums on their like dashboard of their car or something and then you know like that was me like I <laughs> I could I thought like oh yeah this makes sense like it made sense in my in my head and then eventually a drummer that I was playing with like was like basically like if you think you can do it then come back here and do it and I I went out back there and did it a little bit like and I was I was as surprised as he was but like I, but I, was, I played it cool, you know, uh, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome that you eventually also went back to it. What, what was the, like, why did you want to go back to it specifically?
1: I just, yeah, I was really missing it um, in my bands at the time. I, like, you know, in, in, like, practice breaks, I would always, like, go behind the drums and just mess around. I'm like, oh, I really, really miss this. Um, And I told a friend of mine that I was thinking of taking lessons again. And she was like, hey, well, if you learn how to play drums, I'll take bass lessons again. And we can start a band where we're all learning our instruments together. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so that's actually how Mal in Fern Sully learned how to play guitar. um, Because they were a bass player in our first band, uh, Camp Girls. And then, yeah, we were talking about this idea uh, for this new this new baby band, and Mel was like, hey, I want to learn how to play guitar, so I'll, I'll do that.
0: <laughs> okay. And-, and so then
1: we ended up calling ourselves Baby Band because we were all learning new instruments, and we had another guitar player join who was, like, typically a drummer.
0: And... Are they the ones that do most of the, like, leads, or is that...
1: Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Mel was doing kind of, like, both rhythm and lead in Baby Band, but in Fern Sully, uh, they just do lead guitar. Um, they used to do vocals in our past bands as well, but they wanted to just be able to focus on the guitar.
0: Oh, and okay, so it is too... Damn, their
1: progress is, like, has been insane. Yeah, when you said
0: it was, <laughs> like, the kind of the first thing, then I was I was like, wow, like what a shredder. But but like I, I mean they still are <laughs> of course, but but so it is two different things, like baby band and Fernsoli. is not like the it's not that it's not like we used to call ourselves this and now we call ourselves this. No, it's,
1: totally separate. Okay, Mel okay. is just kind of my my constant band buddy for like the for like almost a decade now, I guess. Oh
0: okay. Yeah, fair. Um uh, you know, when you find someone like that, that you just like click with, it's, you know, you, yeah. you're you like, that's like you're, you're ace in the hole or, you know, it's just like some, it's like you're, you're wing person, you know, like you can't, yeah. like you're not nervous like we know about we doing. it. we work together so well. Yeah.
1: So why yeah. not just keep doing that? And we're, you know, best buds. We have fun. Yeah. So it's great. <laughs>
0: Which is the, I mean, that is that is the very first thing that, I, like, that enamored me to y'all's set at New Friends Fest. Like, obviously, like, every band that played was great. Everybody had great songs. And y'all's songs were great. And especially because, like, I just, um, it reminded me of a lot of stuff that I listened to in high school that I, like, um, really over the past, like, two or three years, I... I really just started digging all of this stuff back out. And, um, but the first, like, big, the biggest thing that I was just, like, this is just, like, friends that are having such a good time playing music together. And that was, like, so, you know, like, I obviously, like, play, I, play in screamo bands and I love how cathartic that can be and but sometimes like that takes over and becomes its own thing right and so it was just like super refreshing and like it was like I the other you know I mentioned before that y'all were one of my two favorite sets and the other of my favorite sets was like definitely the other thing it was like You know what I mean? So each one of y'all had this very special, like, thing that I didn't know that I, like, really needed that day. And it was was awesome. Yeah. So thanks for that. Oh, my um, gosh. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, even, you know, it's like, I don't know. I just think that's the, like, I haven't like I haven't been able to start a band like that where it's like in a really long time, you know, because, um, I don't know. The other thing takes over, I guess, sometimes yeah. like your need to get something out or like, you know, but I mean, that's not to say that what you, you know, your songs are not that also, you know, because you did explain about, you know, what some of y'all songs were about and stuff and, And it it, it was really deep, you know, and and um, so there was like this really cool um, sort of like crossroads of of like it was a depth, you know, and I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah, anybody who, um, you know, wants to relive that, they can find that on Scoped Exposure and stuff now. So that's awesome. Um, oh,
1: yeah, I that, that was so cool to see that video. But,
0: un- unbelievable. Yeah, I think
1: a lot of the jokiness also, like, I have absolutely terrible anxiety and stage fright. And it's so much easier to feel comfortable when it just, like, we just kind of feel like we're at band practice almost, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we kind of chat on stage, like as if we're just hanging out and making jokes. Um, and I think, you know, they know that that helps me feel more comfortable and like less, like I want to throw up. So I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's like the Spider-Man thing too, right? It's like you, like you, you're goofing because it like eases the tension inside or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. And yeah, I don't I I never I never used to get nervous before we played, but then I don't know. The last like you know, then like it, like COVID happened and um, yeah. I wasn't like I didn't play for a long time and then when I went back like now it's like it's wild. Like I've uh it the like, I'm, like, I, it's, it's like, uh, the level of, like, uh, imposter syndrome and just, like, they're all going to, like, laugh at you and hate you, like, are just, yeah. it's out of control. Like, the last few shows, and it's, like, I don't know, like... That's why I don't want to stop. I just want to I want to go and keep going because
1: yeah, yeah. Like
0: once the, the boulder's rolling downhill, there's no stopping it, I guess. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I mean I don't know. It's it's good that like you know you have a way it, 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 to to sort of like deal with that at least and and you know and band members that are supportive and understanding, you know. Um, yeah
1: yeah totally for sure and like i mean i've definitely my like pre-show anxiety has totally improved like especially with this band actually it's kind of opposite to what you were describing whereas like before the pandemic i was like you know my first band i like puked on stage a couple times purely out of nerves i had to run to the bathroom to puke i've puked after a set off the side of the stage Mm -hmm. and then I had a in my old band nice going I had a bucket that I kept on stage that said Becca's anxiety puke bucket and then Fern Sully's first show which would have been my return after pandemic I had my puke bucket and I accidentally left it at the monarch uh and I haven't needed it since actually. <laughs> and I haven't even felt like I had to puke. And it's kind of insane.
0: That's amazing. Um and and it's it's very symbolic that you like left it and moved on from there.
1: And now that that puke bucket is like in their little like green room corner and they put broken drumsticks in it and there's also a cactus. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like part of the venue now, which also feels very symbolic.
0: Yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> It's I don't know. It's weird like with me like I used to I think I used to just like there was a time like uh in I I yeah, like I'm I'm dating myself obviously but there was a time like in the like early 2000s when I would get sick like that all the time like before a show, after a mm-hmm. show, during a show. But um I don't I di- I, ne- I never I didn't feel like that was because of the show necessarily. It was just like I was like um I was just just new to like panic attacks and stuff. <laughs> oh and, yeah, uh, I mean that is a big yeah, yeah, that is a big part of it for me. Like um and uh back then like like we didn't uh there w- there wasn't a lot of information either.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, didn't really um, talk about it a lot.
0: Yeah, so it wasn't like there was no understanding in my brain, like that this was a thing that was like gonna pass, or that yeah. this was a thing that other people dealt with. It was just like you you were you were like gonna die, like at any second right now, you're gonna die. Oh my gosh! And and it, and I didn't know why. It's just like when. You know, eventually I'm just like, oh, I kind of I have a hard time being around people like a lot of people that I don't know, (laughs) you know. And so it was like a I didn't feel like it was because of the show, you know, but now I feel like, oh, my gosh, it's because of the show. And I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's just something (laughs)
0: else to, you know, work out or whatever. But like, you know, eventually I'll. I'll leave my puke bucket somewhere cool too, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, so y- you've mentioned a couple of bands that you were playing in before. Um, and like, we just kind of went by that, uh, really quickly, but like, are there previous bands of yours where you r- recorded like material that you are like proud of and would like to refer people to, to like, to check out and stuff?
1: yeah definitely uh-huh. um so my first band that was um like first band with mel as well it was called camp girls um okay. and there's an ep on band camp um and, you know i'm super proud of that because it was like the first thing i'd ever really kind of put out like officially um that wasn't just sending like private soundcloud links to my friends (laughs)
0: yeah
1: um and then uh with nice going um that was like it it was kind of just like a fun friendship band but we all like had other bands as well um But we made some, like, really, really, really fun music. And I am, like, super proud of the EP we put out uh, in that band just uh, called Cut Your Losses. Um, And i also proud of that. I did the whole, like, design for the, like, tape sleeve thing. And I did a whole wraparound thing. And I did all the photography and all the art direction. So I was i'm super proud of that like physical tape as well Mm -hmm. and then of course baby band because we all learned new instruments and then like i had never recorded drums before i only like just started playing them again um and i still can't believe i did that
0: to be the first band that you were like playing shows and stuff for?
1: Yeah. Yeah. First band ever. First band I played shows with all of that.
0: And what, what was your first show like?
1: First show was at, oh, I was so, so nervous. Um, it was at, so there was a, there's a bar in Toronto called Houndstooth and they used to have a different, like an original smaller location, but it was called Sonic back in the day. And they had this like tiny, super hot, like attic-y upstairs space. And they would throw like DIY shows. And uh, there was no mic stand. And my friend had to crouch in front of me and hold the microphone straight up in the air. (laughs) And it was just like so ridiculous that I was like, I, f- I feel like I didn't have space to even be too
0: nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I, mm, I wish that I could say that I had, had not had my own version of that, you know, in in one way, shape, or form. Definitely the, yeah. the someone, uh, like, stand, standing next to me. Um, with their arm reached out the whole time, and then like their arm going down like between the songs or whatever for a rest you know? um, yeah it's it's um it's it's wild how often of somewhere you can show up where the, there is just unprepared for a show in one way or another um but yeah it's like. I don't know. It's almost. I guess it's a rite of passage, right? Um, Yeah. Like, what was this? Like, while you were still in high school, or
1: no? uh, So, I moved to Toronto when I was 18 for school, Um, and like, I was just like playing guitar like in my room just by myself for years and years, and I was way too shy to even sing in front of anybody. And then I think in, like, 2014, um, I had seen Pony for the first time. And I was like, wait, it feels actually possible that I could have a band and play shows and do this cool stuff. Um, And then I, yeah, I was... uh, Uh, I think I, like, posted a Facebook status and was just like, who wants to start a band? And then, like, I had a person who played drums was like, yeah, I'll do that. Let's start a band. And then we, like, friend of a friend got us a bassist. And then that person ended up leaving and then Mel joined. So, yeah, it wasn't until I was, like, 22 that I, like, started playing shows
0: that's awesome and uh, you know i hadn't even heard of pony until um like my friend seth and i did a like best albums of last year episode and um yeah i don't know I'm, i like i'm they're amazing like i i love them yeah i definitely <laughs> yeah. um was like yes this is this album could have come out when i was in high school and i like I I would have been obsessed with it then um, for sure. Oh, that's
1: exactly what Sam wanted too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like
1: sound-wise,
0: yeah. Mission accomplished. That's like
1: their goal. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, What was it about them specifically that was like you're like, hey, wait, yeah, this is – like I could do this for sure. Was it like the way the songs were or was it like – Did it have anything to do with the venue and like the accessibility to like the artist or what what, Um, what factors were there?
1: Well, I think I had never really seen like a smaller local band that wasn't all dudes in real life before. Mm -hmm. And they played music that was like, like the genre that I was into and, the kind of music that, like, I would, like, potentially want to play kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, enamored. And I was like, damn, like, these people are, like, my age. They're, like, ripping it up, like, on up there, you know. I am so jealous and also in love. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you have a sense that, like, may- maybe because, like, you know, you had been playing like, like you say, you moved to Toronto, you know, and you'd been playing like sort of, did you think you like missed a window of opportunity or like you mentioned like that these people were your age. So like, what was that?
1: Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I feel like I missed out. Like I'm okay with the fact that it took me a little longer to feel comfortable, you know, it's just, right. Part, part of who I am um but you know I was still kind of like immersed in the scene before I started like playing in bands um and oh, where was I going with this
0: <laughs> oh it's fine I-
1: no I think I think it was it's more that like later like years later I'm like damn should I have started playing in bands earlier people would be like, oh, my band in high school. And I'm like, damn, did I miss out? But, you know, at at those times, I'm like, I don't care.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I – yeah, I I wasn't like – I wasn't trying to say like, oh, you know, did you think, well, I'm too old to play in a band now or anything. Like – and – but it's like sometimes I think that, you know, people do think like – if you wanted to do X, you should have started Z, you know, you should have started then you yeah. should have started, you know, and, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, uh, a, a, I, I, am just for absolutely like, um, I don't care. I don't care if you're 12 or if you're 57, you know, if you wanted to do yeah. the thing, just start doing the thing, you know, and, um. I mean, there's, you know, obviously there's, there's obstacles to overcome in either of those cases, like it, well, to get you, to get people to take you seriously in either of those instances would be difficult, Oh, that one has
1: been a struggle. You know,
0: (laughs) um, yeah. And it's, I mean, that's, you know, that's something else, but, um, yeah, it, it is, like, there's there's a lot to be said about, you know, like, what you were saying when you're, like, should I have, like, where, like, what could I have, I don't know, I guess accomplished or whatever had I done, you know. Um, because, like, there's stuff that I didn't start doing until a couple years ago or whatever, and I'm like, oh, everybody says it takes this long to get good at this, you know, and it's, yeah, I don't know, like... It's uh, I. Well, I mean, there's like still a lot of
1: stuff I know now, and I'm like, like, does it matter that I never took like formal guitar lessons or something like that? But like, also, I've always kind of figuring out chords that sound good together, and like not actually <laughs> knowing what they are. Mm-hmm. Like that, like I've been doing that since high school, and like. I guess another reason I don't feel like I was missing out really um, by being in a band like later on because like I was writing still writing songs the whole time and like writing a song is like how I deal with the and how I kind of process a certain issue in my life so you know I'm still doing that on the side and that so that's like therapy for me in a way and it didn't matter to me that other people weren't hearing it
0: yeah yeah that's coming up a lot as well like um you know just because like I think it's so easy now to just throw anything you do onto a link and let people hear it that like yeah um you know there there's a there's like a you don't hear about people that are just playing music to just play music as much, you Mm -hmm. know, it it's it's gotta produce something. It's gotta produce a, an, an EP. And, but I mean, I'm, I've, I've I've got like songs about like Hellboy and stuff. So like (laughs) that people won't ever hear, you know, which is,
1: Oh yeah. I've got some silly songs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's funny. Like how many songs of mine people will hear and people might be surprised by the fact that there's actually a lot of songs that people will never hear, but like, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's wild how many, like h- how many turns your brain can do over something like a, an electric guitar. Like you can, um, you can just sit there and play it just for, just enjoyment. Like you can not even like I sometimes when I'm playing I, I'm not even like I don't even know that I'm playing, right? Like <laughs> you're just doing it, you know? And yeah. um and then you can be like laser focused and ready to create something specific. And then like you can just like sit there and be like, I don't even under like I'm looking at this thing and I don't even understand how like what the relationship between me and these wires and these like this piece of wood and other people like i don't understand any of this like <laughs> and, and it's um i don't know like that's the that's the really it cool thing about um doing any of this is is like just the you know, I don't know, profundity of it, I guess, but, um, I, I didn't, it's a little early to be getting that, uh, to be getting into that kind of level of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it's like, I don't know, like, um, it, it's like, you could have looked at it in a way also that it's like, you know, you were like getting yourself ready for what you would eventually do as well. You know, that's one, that's yeah. way. it's like, you know, rehearsals, but just by yourself, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> so other than like pony, like, and that being like a, a big, you know, like that's a, that's a moment because like you're there and it was sort of revelatory. Like, um, what, what was it about the songs that you were writing or, or that you were doing that made you really feel like it was time, like to put out that, you know, notice on Facebook or like, was there more to that? Or?
1: Well, oh, I had some friends in the music scene who they would just like sometimes invite me to like come over to their house and just jam together. And I was like, oh, okay, this is really fun. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is really fun, and I have a bunch of songs, and it's fun to play my songs with these w- with other instruments. So, I think it's time. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Um, so, like, as far as Fern Soli goes, like, the um, y'all started demoing for the album in. 2021. And but the album just came out last year. Um what was the process like like f- from starting the band and getting like this group of songs together to where like it's like okay there was a there, there was a demo and then there was another demo and then like there's here's here's the album. <laughs>
1: Um, Well, it started as just me dealing with the loneliness of lockdown um, after, you know, that all started. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so I was just like really getting into like um, home recording stuff and just like messing around with mixing and trying to make full songs myself. Um, So those first two demos I just made using, like, recording and mixing on iPad GarageBand because it's all I had at the time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, And I think I fairly quickly knew that I wanted to, like, make it a full band. Um, I just, there was something about, like these like newer songs i was writing i felt like i've been like growing as a writer and like as a musician and uh you know the the pandemic kind of killed my last two the two bands i was in at the time so i'm like okay we need we need to do something here mel <laughs> mel are you going to do this with me mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you, I, you probably knew that you, that you could count on them. You were, you were ready. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you kind of had these two songs, and you just floated them, like, "Hey, people, people that are interested in doing this specifically." Or how did um, the other two folks come into the band?
1: Uh, I just messaged them and asked them if they wanted to be in the band. Okay, I guess so I'd you- known them from from other bands. We were already friends. So yeah. (laughs) Thankfully, they were both uh, super down.
0: As easy as that. Yeah. Um, What about like you mentioned that you were just like you were doing like home recording and everything. Um, Did you was were there demos? Like, did you demo out the whole album before you? um...
1: Um. Let's see. I think. I think I maybe only had four of the songs that that are on the e p um done at that time um, yeah, and then two of them I kind of wrote as after we were together as like full band and like practicing, and then I was continuing to write music,
0: yeah and um how did you end up hooking up with the people that? Recorded the album. Uh,
1: So Trevor is uh, Hannah's partner. Okay. Um, And he like does a lot of like sound engineering, like for live stuff, and he does a lot of recording and mixing and you know general uh, production. And so he's been trying to like build up his portfolio. And he's also just a a goofy sweetie. Um, So we knew it would be a, a good time.
0: Yeah, for sure. It, it, it definitely sounds like you went and spent a lot of money on something, but hopefully that wasn't, (laughs) that wasn't the case. But, um, The medium bucks. The what? The medium bucks. The medium bucks. Well, that's fair. (laughs) Um, was there any, a point where you were like, I could do this myself or were you just, you, you were, only interested in recording like in the beginning because of all the you know restrictions and and things like that
1: Mm. I mean I'm sure I could do it myself but I trust people who that's what they do professionally (laughs) you know I still love to do this stuff on my own it's like really fun and I'm in like a songwriting monthly club (laughs) with some friends too so I still do all that stuff myself, but I'm also not professional at it by any means.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's the... Like, I can
1: teach people how to use GarageBand really effectively.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What's the songwriting club like? Is that you you just hook up with random people, like, like, uh, like on one song a month or...
1: Uh, So... It was, oh my gosh, I feel like it was started like seven or so years ago by um, my friend Kurt Marble and uh, Maddie from Rapport. Um, And their roommate, I think, they like started this song a month club and it's just kind of grown and become like other like friends of friends. And it's like, it's like a fairly, I feel like, We've got like 10 to 20 songs to listen to every meeting. But so how it works is one person um, chooses a theme. And then we have the next month to write and record our song, interpreting the theme how we please. And then we all get together, have some snacks and drinks. And some people will like Zoom into into the meeting. And we just listen to all our songs and talk about it all together, talk about our process and all that. And it's a, yeah, it's a really, really nice night. Really nice time.
0: Oh, okay. So everyone writes their own song.
1: Yeah, yeah. And oh, sometimes okay. people, like, within the, the club will, like, collaborate on a song together.
0: Sure, sure. And what do you mean by theme? Like, um, lyrical theme? Or do do they set parameters as far as, like, styles? or?
1: Um, it's usually just, like, a word or a sentence or something like that. And we can literally just do... Take that as uh, in any direction you want to. I
0: always have hope, it's it so much. Even when I want to
1: die, I can still see some light. Just turns more to feel alive.
0: And how do you um feel like this is? Do, do you use this? as a uh a a way to sort of stretch your your legs in a way that you don't inferentially do you do you try like yeah definitely
1: yeah definitely I try to like experiment with like different styles here and there or like different kind of ways of mixing stuff or um like just to see what I can do and what like what different stuff I can come up with um So I do really, really enjoy Song Club for, like, giving me kind of a a purpose and, like, an opportunity to experiment in different ways than I play with the band.
0: Yeah. Are there... Is this something that, like, is this something that people hear at some point? Like, or is it just within the club?
1: Uh, It's just within the club, and if we... Uh, you know, share it with other friends. But also, like, because we're all musicians, um, a lot of us will end up using some of our song club songs for our actual projects. Like, I think way back, I think that was initially a song for song club.
0: Oh, awesome.
1: And then I was like, hey, I should write more like this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever done anything that, like, have you ever tr- tried anything, like, style-wise that you... I mean, you're glad you tried it, but you're like, that didn't work?
1: Hmm. I'm not sure if I've had, like, that kind of thought exactly. Maybe not like, oh, this didn't work, but maybe, like, how could I do this better?
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> that's more what I was getting at. <laughs> this was my at. first attempt. Yeah.
1: M- maybe... It didn't turn out as I'd hoped this time, but how can I, what can I fix to make it
0: Yeah. get there? I wasn't trying to get you to like post your L's or anything. Like, I, oh, I no, no, no. it's more <laughs> just like, I was just, I was just like, you know, what I, I was, I was fishing for like a story, like, well, I tried to write a death metal song and, you know, I don't know, I don't know what <laughs> I was expecting to happen there, but like, as this, you know, sometimes you, you never know until you ask.
1: One day um, I will. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Awesome. Um, now when you do that do you do you generally program the dr- drums or do you get behind a kit and you you, you hammer stuff out
1: um, well, at one point, I had a roommate who had a drum kit, so I would just like record the drums with like a single microphone <laughs> yeah and uh but now, yeah, I just program them
0: yeah when you have one mic you, you wh- what would you do with that mic clear out in the middle of the room or behind the kit or?
1: Oh, what did I do with it? It was also like a ridiculously tiny room.
0: So it kind of maybe didn't matter, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was like, oh my gosh, I, I'm trying to picture it. I feel like it was kind of like a little overhead, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: but I can't remember exactly. It was such a small room. How did I do that?
0: <laughs> yeah, my two cents, and it's not, I have no basis for whether this is a good idea or not, I've just done a couple of things, but my two cents is if there's one mic, it goes directly behind you, behind the kit, like where you're sitting. And, uh, um,
1: yeah. I don't know. No, see, there w- wasn't any room for that. <laughs>
0: I've, I've had really good, like I've done, um, like I, I do a, uh, cover song, compilation every halloween and um oh that's fun i've just like well not enough people submitted cover songs i guess i'm doing a couple more under different project names so just throw one microphone behind the drum kit and play a peg (laughs) boy song and um yeah i don't know like if you have to get it done fast just yeah just do that but um yeah um i mean you know if you if you are ever in the market to do a cover song and have it released on Halloween. I would love to have, uh, have you join us on one of the compilations, but, um, Oh,
1: that would be awesome. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, as a matter of fact, anybody listening, you know, like hit me up because it's always, it always seems like it's like, wouldn't that be fun to just record a Halloween, like a a cover song and have it released on Halloween with a bunch of other people just having fun and releasing cover songs. That just sounds like such an easy thing to do, right? To get songs like that. Yeah. And it's always pulling teeth. (laughs) Like, it's always like, (laughs) and (laughs) like this, this episode will air in February and people will be like, hell yeah, I want to be a part of that. And then when October runs around, like I'm going to have five songs. (laughs) It just (laughs) just never fails. But, um, I mean, that's, that's time, right? It gets away from us. Um, but yeah, um, As far as like the album goes, like, um, like, I mean, I just, I just listened to it again today. Like it's incredible. I love it. Um,
1: thank you. Are there
0: plans for, you mentioned making tapes for your, um, bands before, like, um, did, did y'all do tapes or anything like that for this album? We do have tapes. Yes,
1: we do have tapes.
0: Okay. I I, I must have missed that part. Um, and, um, were, were there, like, any other plans for the album, like, um, it, other than tapes? Or was it just, like, that's where you landed and, like, maybe something else for the next one?
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, just just the tapes and, like, digital for, for this guy. Um, I think we're hoping to, yeah, we're going to start talking about, like, recording another album soon, and it'll probably be more songs, so I'd like to, like... W- wait and like do more with like a uh, future one
0: yeah I, like do the whole like um getting like getting ahead of the release and you know talking to, yeah yeah you know um, people in uh to get to get like uh some um uh, uh premieres or something st- stuff like that, right?
1: Yeah, and, yeah, I want to and... take some like bigger steps with with whatever we do next, you know. Right.
0: Are you already writing the songs for that or is that just like okay, like that's what we're going to do next?
1: Yeah, it's more like that's what we're going to do next because I I keep writing songs like faster than we have time to get together and like work them out as a band. So I've got like a list of like nine songs that are potentials. And then I keep writing more. So we'll see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, are you the type that like, do you, do you have like a recency bias for your material or is it, do you just hold them all sort of equally until everyone's played through it a bit and you see how it feels?
1: Sorry, do I have a what bias? Like, like a
0: recency bias, like that—that that can be. Oh, like I
1: like the one that I just wrote. Yeah, the most. yeah,
0: because sometimes I I don't know the difference. Like, I have like my yeah, favorite it... album, but then every time that we write a new album, I'm like, that's probably the best one we've ever done. Like, even though it's I feel like...
1: like I do have that issue. Yeah, I, like the last two I wrote, they're also like so different from each other, but. I'm just like, you guys, these are some of the best songs I've ever written. These are gonna be a hit. I you guys, we, we gotta do this. Yeah. <laughs> and they are like, hey, well, what about all the other ones?
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've heard that before. Let's hear them all. Like let's, <laughs> you know, let's, yeah. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's really weird, isn't it? Because it's like you I I always find that there's a there are all these stages like that. That material can go through where it's like you're playing it and it's fresh to you and it's and it's it's, it's exciting and then you've refined it a little bit or whatever and so that that freshness uh, takes a backseat to like the um, the sort of like finishedness of it you know and now it's like yeah yeah established as this certain thing. And so when that fresh song comes up again, or that fresh whatever, that that the those couple of things that you did, that like you know open like that that squeeze a lemon or whatever, you know, where you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, um, then it can be easy to sort of be like, oh yeah, this is like let's let's just like yeah, we'll get to those, but like let's work on these now, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's just like the thing about like, you don't know, like anytime you get behind a drum kit or, or a guitar or whatever, you don't know what's going to come out. And, and, um, it's like that, that inspiration, you know, like you gotta find that balance between like, you know, uh, just being so excited because it's new or whatever. And, um, and like, actually, just giving your other ideas a, a, a chance, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's that's awesome. Like, it sounds like you pretty much already, like, yeah, you have the material, and it's just like, okay, we just like need, you know, to take the time and and uh, yeah, and go through these and see what's what, and um, and and then you know start talking. Uh, about uh, all the other stuff at that point but um like um you you know the w- would you consider the um release a, the the previous release an an EP then yeah is that okay
1: yeah uh, <laughs> I,
0: like i play in screamo band so i don't know what is what like i I mean, like, yeah,
1: every I feel like everybody's like rules and standards of it are yeah. different, so I'm just like, yeah. I guess this is an EP, yet. <laughs>
0: yeah, because it's um, it was it six or seven songs, like, I
1: to, that makes
0: no, you're you're um, what it's called, um, Better Like Next Time, right?
1: Oh, oh, uh, six songs,
0: yeah, I and like I was, I when I was li- re listening today, I was just like, it was headphones and it was uh, I'm cutting. I'm. I'm, I was putting release together, so I'm like cutting paper and gluing paper. I'm. I got a hot glue gun out. I'm doing all this stuff, Mm -hmm. and I'm. I'm like get. I'm like hot glue gun. Like all, like peeling it off of my um, headphone cord because like it's. I don't even have like notes. I have like. (laughs) I have like like the corded. So I'm like, you know. But um. But yeah, it was really. It was like I was like really like okay yeah this is. Because when you, like, I don't know, like, th- that's my, that's like my, my thing where it's just like, when you're doing all this stuff, that's like, it's kind of mundane, because you're, do- you're, you're almost in an assembly line, but then you just like, you got music, you know, and you're just like, okay, yeah. but I'm just like, I'm making a mess. I got stuff everywhere. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, like, yeah, it's like your six songs would be 13. Of my band songs, you know, so like I don't know what people, right. you know, call like it's like is that an EP? Is it an LP? I don't know, but um, like, yeah, I, I um, I hope people check that out, and I hope that uh, you know you sell all your tapes and everything, and I'm excited to see what y'all do next. Um, you said that the new songs felt different. Like, do you feel like you're? Exp- Exploring something like sonically that you didn't on the on the EP.
1: Um, well, I guess I I meant that that those two were different from each other. Oh, okay. But I was like very equally excited about them. But I feel like I am kind of trying out new things and like branching off in multiple kinds of. Directions with like the way that I even just like structure my songs or anything like they, yeah, I think a lot of the newer songs I'm writing feel more like matured but also dynamic. (laughs) Okay. But I think it's just me figuring out myself and my instrument, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, you, you like sometimes you you're taking in influence and stuff, and you don't like you you don't know how to make that influence like your own thing or whatever. So yeah, yeah, of course, like the more time you have with whatever you're doing, then like that turns that into like that language becomes clearer to you and how to use it and express yourself with it um i i told you we would get pretentious eventually and we, we got there <laughs> um <laughs> but um yeah I'm, i mean i'm real excited to to see what comes next for y'all um do you have shows booked and stuff that you want to put out there or have you just uh, been sort so we of we don't
1: have anything we don't have anything booked at the moment um so, Hannah has recently had to leave the band, unfortunately. Um, they're dealing with, like, a lot of uh, chronic pain and just, just like, way too overwhelmed and overbooked. And, you know, obviously, the band where they play an instrument that hurts them, that's going to be the one that has to go, you know? Yeah, we don't that's, one that's the drummer, one... correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, so... like, and... You know, I have carpal tunnel in both my arms, so I can't really drum much anymore either. So I'm like, no, you got to take care of yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, so we love Hammy. We're sad to see them go. But uh, they are. They have their own band, uh, funnily enough, uh, named Sullen. Okay. And then they also play bass in uh, Sunsetter.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: So they're still in those two projects, um, and they're both wonderful. Everybody should check out Solon and Sunsetter. Um, But, yeah, so we're currently looking for a new drummer. Got some, like, trial jams coming up soon, and then we're going to discuss album recording and discuss shows and all that, you know.
0: (laughs) That's awesome.
1: One step at a time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I live a little bit too far. I, I can't do it.
1: Dang.
0: Yeah. It's, it would have been a dream come true for me, too. Um, <laughs> not that it would have been a dream come true for you. I just, uh, that's all I was, I was just saying. It would have been great for me. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> when we played that show, we, we left my house, and um, from the time that we got up, and left my house until the time we got back, because we had to come back the same day. Um, we were awake for 32 hours. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Toronto's a, like an eight-plus-hour drive from my house. so um, That was something. Whereabouts are you? Uh, I live in Lafayette, Indiana. Okay. So not even, like, just, like, the next state on the border or anything. Just, like couple states away and cut a little okay, bit. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Of a drive. But at the same at the same time, like I'd do it again tomorrow if you know Hell yeah. Like
1: Well whenever you're in Toronto next. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Um so you said you have this isn't like a this isn't like a call for additions then. Like this is like you have people that you're
1: Yeah, we just been yeah. asking around, asking yeah. friends and friends of friends. Sure. And, uh, yeah, yeah. We're lucky that we, there's a couple people who, who want to give it a go, you know?
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, best of luck for that. Um, thank you. So like, uh, um, the last thing that I was going to ask about, I, I should have asked about this earlier, but it's just, you know, the way that goes sometimes, um, mm-hmm. w- what specifically landed you on the name Fern Sully? Like, I, oh like man, we yeah, understand. I get this
1: question all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, you
0: understand why. It's though, not right? actually
1: as deep as everyone probably assumes. Yeah. I, uh, so I had this like huge list in my notes app of just like all these ideas. I was kind of thinking, like, I'm like, I feel like it would be cool to have something like Planty in the name. And I'm like trying to think of things that don't that feel fairly like gender neutral cuz so i'm just like yeah we're having like a really hard time with gender stuff at that time and i'm like i don't want it to like have connotations any way at all but like in so i was just like listing different kinds of plants that i felt were cool and then like any associations or words that came up and then i'm like Oh, I wonder what word, word, or words rhyme with gully. Fern something could be cool, and then yeah, that's uh, like this feels fitting. Um, okay, <laughs> it was like the only like name potential word that felt okay gender wise for me, and then uh, so Hannah had already had their project. They were just doing the same kind of thing as me, just writing. Writing their own demos, but they already had their name sullen, and I was like, "Hey, uh, so I've been going with this song or this band name naming process. Um, is this is the only one that feels good. Is it okay if I use a similar word?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, totally. Also, do you need a drummer?"
0: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, obviously, I did see Fern Gully when I was a kid, and was into all those like animated movies. Um but it truly is not as deep in that sense as people think it is.
0: <laughs> right. It's it's more like several coincidences than like yeah, yeah. a streamlined thought process. Yeah.
1: And I happen to be an 90s kid, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well
0: that works. Like um the closest I've come is I have I have several projects that have coincidentally named songs the same thing. Like I like, but it's just like it's just because it's just like a word. Even but like I'm in two projects that have songs called named Tethered, which that's not a very common word. So I think that's kind of peculiar. But then, like I'm in two, I'm like I wrote a song called Shattered in like uh uh 2018. And um and then like I'm in this other project and someone named one of the songs Shatter and I'm like, Okay. But yeah, I don't know. That's 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 as close as I come. I I've yet to be in two bands that that ha- have name similarities, but it'll eventually happen. Yeah,
1: I thought it was pretty funny that they're like, you know, at one point their Instagram is like Fern Sully, Sullen, Sunset.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, that, that's cool if you name it that, but I'm getting in on it. That's all. That was the caveat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah
1: so yeah, I'm very grateful that they that yeah. they were able to play with us for so long.
0: For sure. And like I said, it it looked like y'all had like an amazing time, at least while it lasted, and that's yeah. like that counts for a whole lot. I know. Um,
1: Definitely. Yeah,
0: like, uh, you know. Um, that's all I really, like, do is, you know, just try to just have a random conversation. And, and I sure had fun. But um, is there anything else that we should chat about before we take off? Or do you just want to, hmm. like, let people know where to find you and how to get in touch if they want to?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, so I guess, uh, you know, follow us on Instagram. It's just at FernSally. Um You know, uh, we're on the, all the old stream, the old streamers. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Get on the streamers and check out Fern Sully.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And that was my conversation with Becca Howes of Fern Sully. Thank you so much, Becca, for taking the time to chat with me. Thanks to all y'all for listening wherever you are as well. I want to give a special shout out to Scoped Exposure and Newhouse Studios for the work that they've been doing in archiving the footage from new friends fest go to youtube and find the scoped exposure page and you can watch all the sets that they've uploaded with pristine audio mixed by newhouse studios thank you both so much for doing that important work until next time take care and do good things